Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Well, spring is finally here, I hope, and we're on our favorite walk by a creek. We've seen some deer, but so far no snakes, no beavers, no owls, but lots of ducks and geese. And this week we're going to have another Booger McFarland story. Booger McFarland was pretty happy with his life. He had enough money to buy as many hot dogs and hot dog buns as he could eat. Even though he had all this money, he still liked getting a good deal. And as he was driving home from Keith's house one day, he saw a sign. Huge sale, it said, in smaller red letters. Hot dogs, 50% off, today only. Booger liked the sound of this. 50% off meant it would only be about $2 per package of hot dogs instead of the regular $4. Booger slammed on his brakes. Screech! Honk, honk, honk! Everyone was honking at him. He rolled down his window and he yelled, Hot dogs are on sale! The other drivers didn't seem to care. They were more concerned that they'd almost got in an accident and smashed up their cars. Booger reversed, which is about the worst thing you can do on a road. Then he turned into the supermarket parking lot. He got a trolley and he went inside. He went right to the hot dog aisle. Sure enough, there were hundreds of packs of hot dogs, all half price. Booger asked one of the store employees, how come these hot dogs are so cheap? The employee said, well, they're delicious hot dogs but they expire tomorrow. You have to eat them tonight. Booger looked. There was about a hundred packages of hot dogs. Each package had 10 hot dogs inside. He looked at the store clerk and said, I'll take them all. She helped him load up his trolley. He went home very excited about his new purchase. But when he got home, he noticed his front door was open. He ran inside, worried there had been a burglar. He got inside. Something was very strange. It was very, very quiet. Usually Booger would leave the home shopping network on when he was away. That way, as soon as he came home, if they were just ending a very exciting sale, he would catch it. He worried if he turned the TV off, the time when he turned it on when he got back, he may lose out on some very interesting goods he could purchase. He looked around, everything looked normal. He turned on the television 
sure enough, it was the fine gemstone hour. Booger called three or four times to make purchases. And after all these wonderful cubic zirconiums, it became the ceremonial plate hour. Booger's second favorite thing on earth was getting ceremonial plates. It was quite ironic that he was so interested in plates, considering he almost never used a plate to eat off of. He only used paper plates. He hated doing the dishes. But in one room of his house were box after box after box of plates he'd bought on the Home Shopping Network. Plates with kings and queens, with puppy dogs, with famous landmarks. There was even plates with pictures of famous plates on them. Booger loved this. He spent the rest of the night watching the Home Shopping Network, completely forgetting that he had left all these hot dogs in the trunk of his car. It was a hot night. He woke up as normal around 11 a.m. As soon as he woke up, he felt his belly rumble. He knew he was hungry. And then he remembered. Oh no, I left my hot dogs in the back of my car. He went outside and got them. It was hot and a little bit funny smelling in the trunk of his car. He brought the hot dogs in. He didn't know what to do. He called up his friend Keith and told him exactly what had happened. Started, of course, with the incredible plates and cubic zirconiums he'd been buying on the Home Shopping Network the night before. Finally, he told Keith about the hot dogs. Keith, you wouldn't believe it. I got so many hot dogs all half off. The problem was they expired yesterday. Keith said, that don't matter, Booger. It's only eight hours. Booger said, Keith, it's 11 a.m. Yeah, it's eight hours since yesterday. Booger was very annoyed. Keith, you know, if it's 11 a.m., that means there's been 11 hours since it was yesterday. Say what, Booger? Are you sure? Booger spent a while trying to explain how clocks and math worked, but eventually gave up. Either way, Keith was adamant. It doesn't matter if it's eight hours or 11 hours. Those hot dogs haven't gone bad. We can eat them. I'm coming right over. Booger tried to explain the next part, that they'd been in the warm trunk of his car overnight as well. Hot dogs were supposed to be refrigerated. Otherwise, they'd go bad and you could get very, very sick. Before he knew it, the doorbell rang in Pop Keith. I can't wait for these hot dogs, he yelled. Booger again tried to explain the situation. Keith had brought a few thermoses of hot water, already had a pot boiling on the stove and a few packs in the microwave. Before Booger knew it, there were dozens of hot dogs on the kitchen table. Keith was eating them as fast as, well, as fast as anyone ever eaten a hot dog before. He'd had 12 hot dogs before Booger could sit down on the kitchen table. Seeing how much Keith was enjoying what looked to be delicious hot dogs, Booger decided he was going to eat a lot of hot dogs as well. He started taking back hot dogs like regular people take breaths of air. One, two, three, four. Dozens and dozens of hot dogs went into Booger's mouth and were soon down in his tummy. After all the hot dogs were eaten, Booger and Keith went into their living room 
turned on the home shopping network and watched. There was lots of good merchandise on that day, but Booger felt a little bit off. He said to Keith, Keith, I feel a bit weird. How are you feeling? Keith said, I don't feel good. Booger looked at him. Keith looked a little bit green. Booger thought to himself, I sure hope those hot dogs hadn't gone bad. Booger was getting very sleepy. And the next time he looked over, Keith had already gone to sleep. Booger decided the best thing he could do would be to have a long nap. He closed his eyes and drifted off to sleep. He didn't know when, but when he woke up, it was like the whole world had changed. There was a knocking at his door. He went to go answer it. Hello? There was nobody there. He closed the door. Somebody was kicking at the door. He opened it again. Who is it? Again, nobody there. Booger slammed the door. Ah, these kids tried to trick me. The door was shaking. It was being kicked so hard. Booger opened the door. You darn kids. He went to slam the door. When down below, he heard a voice. Down here, please. Booger looked down. He stepped back and he almost fell over. Down at the very bottom of the door were two enormous feet with what looked like a man who was the size of a thumb on top of them. Booger rubbed his eyes. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. What are you, who, what, who? What's going on? Guy with the enormous feet looked up. He said, my name is Tony. I'm collecting money for the Boy Scouts. Booger didn't know what was going on. You're, you're collecting money for the Boy Scouts? Sure enough, this alien of some sort, whose name was Tony, smiled. He only had one tooth in the center of his teeth. And he said, I'm collecting money. Booger felt his pocket. I don't have any money, he said, and quickly closed the door. He looked out the window and what he saw surprised him. Tony wasn't the only thing that had enormous feet and a tiny body and a miniature head. There were hundreds, maybe thousands of beings just like this all over the street. Booger watched in horror, wondering what had happened. Finally, he had to go find out. He ran out and yelled, what's happening? All these big-footed, small-bodied, minuscule head beings stopped and looked at back at him. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? They all shouted. A bunch of them walked over. Booger couldn't even figure out how they were walking. They were just feet on what looked like a thumb of a body with a grape-sized head. They didn't seem to have legs, but they moved their feet. And they were enormous feet, bigger than adults' feet, would just scurry very, very quickly. Booger asked where they'd come from. Tony started talking. Just then, another of these weird entities went, 
<clears throat> Tony looked over. Okay, Lance, you can do it. <laughs> then the big footed, small bodied figure stepped forward and said, My name is Lance. We are the big footed people. We have taken over your world. You are the last remaining human. You must go to a new planet. The planet Earth will be renamed as Big Footia. Booger gasped. What? You've taken over Earth? That's true. I am King Lance. You've already met Tony. Over there is Jerry. And this is our queen, Wilma. Booger looked around. Truthfully, they all kind of looked the same. Big feet, kind of a thumb, and a grape for a head. He actually couldn't tell any of them apart other than some had bigger feet and some had smaller feet. And in fact, for their faces, they just had a circle. It looked like it was drawn on. Booger was very worried. Where are you gonna send me? We don't know yet, said King Lance of the big-footed, small-bodied people. But on this planet, you can no longer be here. You will disrupt our traditional way of life. Booger looked down. What did you do with all the other humans? Booger said. All the other humans decided centuries ago to leave on rocket ships, to go to new worlds, and to leave this planet for us. Centuries ago? said Booger. What had happened? He'd been only alive for about 35 years. How had all humans left centuries ago? Booger looked at these big-footed people. Then he remembered. My buddy Keith. Where's Keith? Just then he looked back inside. He heard some scurrying. Hundreds of these big-footed, small-bodied, grape-headed people were carrying Keith. Keith was lying across them, and the feet were quickly scurrying. Keith! Booger yelled. Keith! What's wrong? Just then Lance got some tape and started taping up Booger's feet. You must go to a new planet, Booger McFarland. Booger McFarland, you must go. Booger, you must go. Booger was yelling, Keith! Keith! Just then somebody started shaking him. Booger didn't know what was happening. He started shaking his arms. Then he heard Keith's voice going, Booger! Booger! Booger shook his head. All of a sudden, everything went black. Where had the big-footed, small-bodied, grape-headed people gone? Booger opened his eyes. Keith was standing in front of him. Keith! Booger shouted. Booger, where have you been? You've been passed out for two days! Booger looked at Keith. I've been passed out? Those hot dogs had spoiled. They'd gone bad. We were in the emergency room. They had to pump our stomachs. Why didn't you tell me they'd gone bad? Booger was smiling. He started hugging Keith. Oh, Keith, I thought, I thought you were gone. I thought they were gonna send me to a new planet. Keith looked at him. You thought the doctors and nurses were gonna send you to a new planet? That's not what they do, they save your lives. They keep you on this planet. 
Booger said, no, I thought those massively footed, small bodied, grape headed, weird mouth, alien type things. I said I had to go to a different planet. Keith looked at him. I don't think any of the doctors or nurses look like that. I still don't think even if they did, they would have asked you to go to another planet. They saved your life. Booger spent the next 30 minutes trying to explain to Keith what had happened. But for some reason, Keith couldn't get it out of his mind that Booger was not referring to the doctors and nurses at the hospital. Finally, a bell rang on the TV. Booger and Keith stopped talking. They also stopped breathing. It was the cubic zirconium hour. I love me my cubic zirconiums, Keith yelled. Just as the announcer said, this is Rex Johnson here with the Cubic Zirconia Hour, and we have got some wonderful items. Booger was already on the phone. He didn't even know what the next item was. But after thinking he was going to be sent to a new planet by some big-footed, small-bodied, grape-sized-headed aliens, and then finding out he'd been in hospital and almost died, he wanted a reward for being alive. And in fact, that day was one of the best days of his life. He drove around to all of his favorite supermarkets, buying his favorite type of hot dogs. Then he came back, put him immediately in the fridge. He barbecued some, he boiled some, he microwaved a lot of them, he fried a few of them. Heck, he even built a fire outside and roasted them on a marshmallow stick. He was happy to be alive, happy to have his best friend Keith around, and happy that he was not on a rocket ship designed and built by those big-footed, small-bodied, minuscule, grape-headed aliens. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.